Welcome to this podcast from the Bay Church. We hope you're blessed by the message. To find out more, please visit our website at www.the-bay-church.org.uk. So come Holy Spirit, just help us. Gordon, are you going to come? <laughs> I can do that. Naughty girl. Yes, because I'm naughty, but nice. <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry. I said, let there be a hippo, and there is a hippo. I said that this morning. So where did you find him? Uh, he was upstairs, was he? I said, let there be a hippo, and there is. You're amazing. <laughs> so, Father, we just ask you to come and to help us. Help us. So, I'm going to finish this last session of today with this thought, spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. As I was just um, praying and I'm... I won't have time, I'm gonna, I'll leave all my notes. But I just had this feeling, come on, spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. And if you go to Genesis 26, you know, the story of Isaac and there was these wells. Often we go to the wells of Isaac, Sintna, and then Rehoboth. You know, we go um, when he digs the new wells. But I want to read back a little bit earlier when he was opening up the wells of his father. And I just want to look at the context. You see, Isaac planted crops in the land the same year, reaped a hundredfold because God blessed him. The man became rich, his wealth grew, he became very wealthy, he had so many flocks, herds, shepherds, the Philistines envied him. So that all the wells that his father had dug were stopped up and filled up with earth. And I felt I wanted to give you a word just here that sometimes places which have been unblocked and really been places of incredible water seem like they become the very hard places. Why? Because actually this was a place of a hundredfold blessing. You know, the last dead that were raised in England, it's out of this area, Smith Wigglesworth and all of that happened. Do you get what I'm saying? And so something was in the land, it sprung up. And Isaac, it wasn't that opposition came because he was doing something bad. It came because he was doing something good. Israel had, you know, let's say, the northeast had had a great season. They'd been fruitful. They had reaped. They'd seen signs and wonders. They'd seen a great return of harvest. Isaac was blessed, body and soul. This area was blessed. Good inheritance for his father, but... That blessing stirred something in the spirit and in the land. And so the Philistines, the enemy, got jealous. There was something evoked. In this story, it's on the land so that literally people can get jealous. Churches can get jealous, spiritual jealousy, etc. That sets up an atmosphere that allows the wells to get blocked. Do, do you get what I'm saying? I haven't got time to do it all detail but you you can think quickly with me then we go to job remember job 
we could say this for Job. Job was planting crops, reaping hundredfold. The Lord blessed him. Job had grown wealthy. Would you agree? This is how the beginning of Job starts. And then the devil saw it. But this encounter wasn't on earth being envied on earth. This was in the spiritual place. The devil goes into heaven and says, we don't like what's happening there. And an assignment came behind against Job and everything got shut down. Do you see what I mean? So sometimes bad things happen to good people and bad things happen to good places. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we have to understand because so often we go, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing? No, there is an evil enemy who envies your history and your heritage. Do you understand? There is an evil enemy who envies your history and your heritage. And so we have to reconfigure our understanding of the battle we're in. Hello? How many of you immediately say, oh, that changes sometimes? And so when we read the story of these wells, we so often read it, you know, just that they came and stuff. No, he was in a great place. He was in a harvest place. He was in a good place. And it was that that evoked the jealousy which began to stop it all up. It was actually Job's incredible blessing that evoked a backlash which he had to go through. But say this to me, I believe God will give us Double for all our trouble. Double for all the trouble. Isn't that what happened for Job? There is a double for the trouble. But the Philistines used dirt to block up the wells. So I want to just very quickly in this last session ask you what has blocked up the wells? I want to do it both micro that is in your life, and macro in the community in this area. So what has begun to block up the wells of your heritage, your spirituality? Your desi- we need to discern that dirt. So number one that I picked up was disappointment. I just felt that there has been a really... You know, and the thing about blocking up a well with dirt, it's a handful at a time. How many of you know what I'm talking? You know, if you take some massive great rocks and you just block it up, that's a bit more in your face. Boom, you recognize it, done. But when it's handful of dirt, handful by time, so I'm giving you some homework. This is a teacher of me. (laughs) Go spend some prayer time with Jesus. Ask him to show you where have I allowed handful of dirts just to block up my well. That well that just said, yay, excited. That well that just said, I really expect it. The well of expectation. The well of yay that just goes, yeah, whatever. You know, the whatever. Whatever. So how do we get healed? It's a trust issue. Because you see, what is the root of disappointment? The root of disappointment is that a profound sense of insecurity begins to grow. Because you're left feeling God was not there and I expected him to keep an appointment with me. But God missed his appointment. Disappointment is about a missed appointment. Do you get what I'm saying? 
And so, although we maybe don't personalize it to God, in the end, it is about God. God, you disappointed me. I expected you to keep an appointment. You missed it. Now I can't trust you. And so, it's very subtle. It becomes a trust issue. So, if the wells of this area are to spring up again, we need to begin to pray, God, restore trust. Let us lean into you. Because what was the cry of Job? That yet though you slay me, I will, I will. Ooh, Jesus, help me. Even though I feel disappointed, I will trust you. Okay, dare to disappoint. Number two, another dis, discouragement. Discouragement. Just like, been there, done that, got the team, shirt, so what? Anyone heard that, you know? Not interested. Revival, revival, go away. Just the discouragement of just feeling that sense of, can I be bothered? It hasn't worked. Not sure. And discouragement changes your perspective. Disappointment is a trust issue. Discouragement is a perspective issue. Because now you always come into situations half empty instead of half full. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't expect this to work. I feel discouraged. Oh, well, I suppose we ought to have a go. I suppose I should go. Rather than, oh, I was glad, very glad when they said, you know, your perspective has shifted. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. Encourage, that word to encourage, literally in the, the Greek, when it says that the prophetic gift is to encourage, I love it. It literally means to reinforce and strengthen from within. Remember the scientist and me, the best example I can give you is reinforced concrete. If you think of concrete as a bag of dust and water, pretty like a human, 97% water with a bit of dust when you're cremated. A bag of dust and water. How can we stand? We can't. What helps us stand? It's the word of God. So what do we use to encourage? We reinforce from within with the word of God. Encourage one another daily. How do I encourage you, Jet? I give you a word. What does it do? It lifts your head. It puts steel in you. And how many of you know when you get a word of God in your life, it can keep you going for a couple of years? Isn't that amazing? That is what I mean speaking to you about. That is the power of our mouth. That is the power of prophecy. We literally go and reinforce bags of dust and water so they can wait bare in this society today. Isn't that fantastic? That's why I got you in threes. How many of you know as people prophesied to you, you felt reinforced? Just do it. So disappointment is trust, discouragement is perspective, and we shift then, because encouragement immediately makes you be half full. I can do it, I can see it. And the third thing that I felt that the devil has used so cleverly is distractions. How many would agree? It's just, it's not that you're doing anything bad, you're just not doing the best. It's that subtle snare of the weeds of life. 
It's a classic thing of the good hijacking the excellent. How many of you know you say a hundred times in your head, I'm going to do this. And then a week later you think, ah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And it's distractions. And it is that ability to be intentional. So look at your well. Just look to Jesus and say, Father, help me. Just get it out. Next slide, please. That's called a fatberg. (laughs) One more slide. I think the next one is even more grim. You see, that's what happens when handful by handful. That is just wet wipe by wet wipe, roast dinner by roast dinner. Until in the end, it clogged up one of the major sewers of London with a ton, one ton weight of grot. But it had come literally handful at a time. One wet wipe and one roast dinner at a time until the whole of London came to a stop. It was the east end of London. We were, I actually happened to be there and praying. And they would got these cranes and everything. And I mean, it was the most enormous grot. You see, what is the tactic of the enemy of disappointment, discouragement, distraction? To sludge you so up, you come to a standstill and to shut you down. Come on, the northeast of England. We need you to wake up, sing to the land. He wants to take, I believe, every part of land and geography has a redemptive quality. And part of your redemptive quality of this area is to be that lighthouse, literally, is to be a healing center. It's all up here in Alinda's farm, all this area, the east coast, the east gate of the nation, I've always said is the glory gate. It's the healing gate. This was where we fought the air war of the Battle of Britain. (laughs) It's the airwaves. That's why you're going to have both the negative and the positive. I know we're a little bit hard, but Lincolnshire, all the air force that went there to really win the war. But it's the east gate of the nation has a very special part, I believe, to open that glory, etc. gate. So we need to unblock those wells. And it was while thinking about this, God just spoke to me and said, you need to discover the holy wells. You need to discover the holy wells. I'm doing this very quickly. And often in our country, in our nation, we think of holy wells as superstitious, rather weird places. But right in this area, you've got loads of holy wells. In fact, I was researching all over this area, you've got them. But there's St. Mary's Well, just in Jesmond, just on the edge of Newcastle. That has been a very famous holy well, which had healing powers, etc. Why? We've got one in... Oxford called Thrideswide. So why did they end up with this spiritual power of healing, etc.? Because you see, through our nation, because of what our nation is, we have bore wells and holy wells. Do you know what the difference is between them? A holy well has an internal spring. A bore well has no spring, so it's stagnant. So you see, in all the cities like Oxford, The Romans hated Oxford. They went round it because it stunk so bad. Because the bore wells got so polluted, 
ox ford. What crossed over the ford? Oxes, cattle. And so all the bore wells got so filled with animal poo that apparently Oxford was one of the worst drinking water places because the whole water system got polluted because there was no spring in the water. So everyone got sick when they drank from the wells. But then Friedswide, who was an abbotess, found a spring on the side of the hill. She opened it up and she began to get the sick people out because Oxford is down a hole with seven hills all around it. Get the people out and bring them to Friedswide to the spring. And they got healed. And she ended up being accused of being a witch and got burnt, bless her heart. And so the history of our holy wells were actually men and women who recognized the healing quality of waters with springs and cared for the people who were dying and sick. That is actually the thing. I've done a whole lot of research, which would think. But think about that spiritually. Come on, how many holy wells have we got here? You see, when we look at the fatberg picture, it's not very pretty. It's stagnant. It stinks. And that's what the devil wants to do. Shut down your spring of life. Make you this disgusting bore well where all the vomit of life has dropped in it and you stink. And that anyone who comes and drinks from you, they get the bitterness. They get the anger. How many of you know what I taught? The religious spirits and everything else. And everyone gets sick. But God's saying, come on, spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. Get rid of the disappointment. Get rid of the discouragement. Get rid of the distractions. Because I've called you to be holy wells with a spring inside. So what does the Bible say? We are wells of life. I think there's a few pictures there. There's a spring. That's the Oxford one. There was your one. So it's wells of life. John chapter 4. And Jesus says, everyone who is thirsty, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. Whatever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become like a, will become like a, of water. Come on, you're a holy well. This water springs. And what does it spring up with? It springs with life. Isn't that a beautiful picture? Get rid of the fat bugs and be a spring of life. Come on, right across this area. Can you imagine all the holy wells springing life? Jesus said, come on. People have tried all sorts of stuff. They're thirsty. But actually, I'm going to make you a spring of life. And when people come and drink of you, they drink of healing and they will be healed in Jesus' name. You will be a well of joy. Wells of joy. Isaiah 12, 3. With joy, you draw water from the wells of salvation. Come on, there should be a happy face. It's not just the penguins who have happy feet. We should be those who have happy feet. There should be a spring in our step. There should be joy. Do you remember when Jesus saved you? We need to rehearse our stories. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. What else? The word of our? 
The word of our... Do you know how you get a testimony? You have to go through a test without moaning. Testimony. How many of you know your testimony came in a hard place, in a crisis place? You have to go through a test, but you come out with a story. This is what Jesus did for me. I just had one of my friends, and she said, it's time to weaponize our testimonies. I love that. Come on, make your testimony a weapon for Jesus. Weaponize your testimony. Make it a sharp word of God. His word is a two-edged sword, and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Come on, joy. Can you remember? And finally, spring up in worship springs of worship numbers 21 16 to 18 from there they continued to be the well where the lord said to moses gather the people together and i will give them water then israel sang this song that's part of why i got you to sing i mean you know singing is very therapeutic even if you can't sing it's good for you sing i find the wonderful thing about jesus is he teaches you to sing I remember someone saying, it's really funny, church people can sing much better than other people. Why? Holy Spirit is very good at teaching us. Think of all the Welsh choirs and the Welsh men, all hung over from the revival days. Actually, Holy Spirit taught the miners to sing. Let him teach you. Spring up, oh well. Sing. Sing about it. The well that the prince is down. Come on, sing your stories. The nobles, etc. Sing your history. What has Jesus done to you? God, you've been so good to us. You are so amazing. Begin to sing the stories. Open up. Every time you come together, everyone bring a psalm, a song, a spiritual hymn. Song sounds. Spring up a well. Spring, spring, spring up a well. It's interesting, you see, in our culture today, how much music and sound we put in restaurants everywhere. Do you notice? Because somehow we know there should be a song, there should be a sound, and we're trying to invent it, but we don't know what it is, and it just sounds loud and noisy. But there's a song that we need to sing. We need to sing to the Lamb. We need to sing. I'm one of those people, when I go down to the beach, I always find I want to sing at the sea. Come on, roar back at me, I'll roar at you. And no one can hear. But it's time to spring up. Unblock, release. In Jesus' name, why don't you stand? I've done that quickly, but I hope it made sense. And we got 10 minutes or a few minutes. I'll even let you go early. That's how nice I am. <laughs> Come on, spring up, spring up, spring up. I want you to get hold of your well and just begin to pray over your life and say, God, every place where I've got downsized, discouraged, disappointment, come on, just say, I root you up, I take you out. It's a new day. Come on, spring up, oh well. Spring up with life, spring up with joy, spring up with a song. Every place I've got silence. 
Oh, spring up, spring up, spring up. Every place where the enemies come to just crush me, push me down. We're just saying no in Jesus' name. I pray for the full release of life. All that I am. Come forth. Come forth. Spring up, oh well. Just speak to yourself. The Bible talks about speaking to yourself. If you want to pray, Rachel, you're welcome. I know musicians pray with their worship. You're welcome. But just speak to yourself. Sing it up, Lord. We pray, let this well bubble. <laughs> let the well bubble. Let it bubble, bubble, bubble. Yeah. <laughs> so spring up, oh well. Spring up a well. Come on, just open the sing. Sing a song. Sing to the world. Sing in the spirit. Sing with your understanding. Yeah.